Welcome, extraordinary agents and investors from across the country. Today is Thursday, December 15th, 2022, and this is All the Leads Mastermind Podcast number 407. Take it away, Bruce. All right. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining. Those that are here live on Zoom, those that are watching on our live streaming uh, platforms on Facebook and YouTube, and any of you that that are going to be listening to this podcast after the fact. Um, This is a live call. Uh, If you are listening to it after the fact, uh, we have this as a mastermind format every single week on Thursdays at 1 o'clock Eastern time, 10 o'clock Pacific time. Um, I would do the math and figure out what it is in uh, Hawaii time and Alaska and England, but uh, you guys can do the math. You should know. All right. So um, this is kind of an open forum. It's a Q&A call. Uh, there are four coaches here on the call, um, at least all the leads coaches. I, I always notice some other real estate coaches on the call as well, and we'd love to hear from you guys, but there's four of us here that are uh, going to share uh, success secrets, tips, um, we're going to field your questions. Um, we're going to field your success stories. We want to hear those success stories. What are you doing that's working in the life transition space? And for that matter, what are you doing that's really getting you business in the real estate space in general? Um, we're going to focus very heavily on um, on the probate um side of business for this call, but we also provide uh, divorce leads and pre-probate leads as well. So if you have questions um, in those spaces and in those niches, we would like to hear about those. If you're watching live, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, you can chat your question in. Um, If you're here with us on the Zoom call, please raise your hand. You can do so by clicking the reactions button at the bottom of the screen and clicking the raise hand button. That's if you have a success story, something that you've done that has worked and gotten you some business or you've helped someone through a tough situation. Um, Or if you have a question about um, anything from the most basic to the most advanced uh, level in the probate, divorce, or pre-probate space. We we want to hear those. So um, if you've been, if you've shown up and you've been waiting to ask particular questions, you've been wanting a coaching call, this would be kind of an opportunity to get that coaching live. Um, and so we want to hear from you guys. Uh, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my coaches and find out if they have anything that's burning on their hearts that they want to share right now. Uh, Tim, Jim, Chuck, you guys have anything? Burning on my heart? That's a that's a high level of passion for so late in the year. That's a uh, very high level of passion. I'm going to uh, I'm going to be a tease today and let everybody know that uh, we have a special promo we're going to offer a little bit later in the call. So stick around. We're uh, putting the last minute uh, touches on it so that we've got it ready for you, and uh, we will announce it shortly. But uh, that's what I have to talk about. I will add one other thing that Alyssa asked me to remind everybody about. Last week, we talked a bit about uh, Christmas cards and all that sort of stuff. And we actually got a whole bunch of people that uh, said that sounds like a great idea and uh, jumped in and got their Christmas cards ordered. And we've been printing Christmas cards all week for people. I will tell you two things. First off, definitely not too late to do that. Uh, We print every day and uh, we can turn them around really quickly for you. So if you're uh, one of those people who was going to get around to it. Today might be around to it time. If you need to get your Christmas cards ordered, just let us know. Alyssa, where would you, uh, who would you like them to contact? Should they contact their MIS support? 
What's the you, best way? You can contact your MIS. Um, if you know who your MIS is, you can also contact support if you're not sure and they'll direct you to your MIS. You can also preview the um, cards that we have available at alltheleads.com slash holiday cards. In addition to Christmas cards, if you want to wait until after the Christmas card or holiday season is over, depending on what you wanted to send out, you can send Christmas cards, holiday cards. Uh, If you want to send Hanukkah cards, we can do that. We can do Kwanzaa cards. We can do any kind of card that you want. Festivus. Can we do Festivus? We can do Festivus, complete with your own personalized Festivus poll, if you'd like. Uh, But in addition to that, we can also do New Year's cards. And increasingly, seeing more and more people do that as well. So if you want to do that and get people's years started off with you in their heads, great way to do that. So ready to help you do that anytime you want. Uh, Super duper pricing and uh, glad to work with you. So let's do that. That's not the offer I was referring to, but uh, certainly... We still have time to get that done and get get cards out for everybody. And we do a great job with it and help you put your best foot forward. Okay. That's Thanks. my passion from my heart. Um, so I want to, I want to piggyback on what you're talking about, Tim, for those that have no freaking idea what we're referring to. You said, I thought we were going to talk about probate prospecting. All right. Um, if you've never been here, if you are not a subscriber of all the leads, um, I, I want to tell you guys what that comes with. So if you subscribe to all the leads, you get probate leads, even if you don't. Um, another side of our business is a mail house. So uh, we have built a full-blown marketing prospecting system for those of you that are either new with us or have never even heard of all the leads before you're hearing it for the first time. You don't only get the leads, you get your direct mail templates. We will handle your mail for you. We'll build you a website. Um, We pretty much have something to cover every aspect of your systemized business in this space. So if you're wondering how holiday cards might play into that, it's because we are also a print shop. Um, And getting the leads, you certainly don't have to use all of those services, but we are here to essentially take um, take that side of the business off of your plate so that you can focus on going out and having dollar productive conversations and building those relationships and know that the that aspect of your business is running. Now, that aspect of your business in this particular case could be sending out your holiday cards. It could be sending out your Groundhog Day cards. It could be having a a customized real estate website or a customized roofing website. We don't care. We we can help you with that. Our primary focus is around those life transitions, though. Hey, Bruce, it's it's important also to point out that there are lots of places you can get that sort of stuff done. You know, there are you know, Vistaprint spends a lot of money online and so do a bunch of other commercial printers. Our specialty is short run. What we don't do is, you know, we don't have a warehouse full of uh, million dollar printers. We have a smaller facility filled with $10,000 worth of $10,000 printers and multiples of those. And they're built literally around the types of things that the people on this call need short runs where you know, you need to get 500 of something, you need to turn it around quickly, you need someone to help you get it done, handle the creative pieces of it, and help you get it out the door. So not only do we print it, we print it, we mail it, we drop it off, we do everything you need, but we function as what you'd like to have 
in your garage or your, your back room. And of course we are a straight up commercial printer. We do banners and everything up to, you know, automobile wraps if we wanted to go do that and uh, show, show facilities and pull downs. And an example of that is the thing that you see behind me. We started off using virtual backgrounds for uh, the folks that you see on here. Uh, the one that's behind me today is actually a physically printed banner. We just uh, decided to try one this morning and test it. So it's actually a, a real banner and we, we do those things and we can get anything like that done for you. And we're going to offer that as a product, anything we can do to help you so that if you're on zoom calls, you look super professional and I need to, I can see from this, I need to turn the lighting up a little bit in the room to make it uh, look good, but anything that we can do to help you get it done, we're here to help, not just to provide you with probate leads. We have a system, we put it on autopilot and, you know, we're ready to go to help you do anything you need to get done. And that was a passion from my heart. So there you go, Bruce. <laughs> good. good. Chuck, you got anything for us today? Uh, we got Joan's hand up. Uh, we'll go to Joan here in a second, but I want to give Jim and Chuck time to say something. So it's not just me. Hey, you. Yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? Then you need to come check out the Life, Money, and More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber, and actor Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money, and More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you because we're all about helping you win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money, and More podcast. Yeah, so if we if we just kind of recap a little bit, I, I want to bring back each week those conversations I'm having on the, the strategy coaching calls and orientations and, and those folks that are joining us here at All the Leads and are subscribing for Leads List. It's not just... The list of leads, we pat you on the back and say, good luck. We do have this mastermind as one example where you can bring your questions and answer, and we'll we'll hope to answer them in a mastermind format where it's not just us coaches, it's also other successful agents and investors providing feedback to what's happening in their industry. But what I found that was interesting, even after the orientation, I had some, some strategy calls into the evening last night. And some of the subscribers weren't aware of specifically how to schedule a strategy call. And it's really important because as you're going month by month, you have the opportunity to check in one-on-one -on -one with us as coaches and really dig into what's going on in your business. How are things working? It's not just from a perspective for us to push you and, and to, which we can do for sure, you know, based on the consistent actions and, and following the plan and the system that we teach you here at All the Leads. But it's also to come up with feedback based on how your specific market is responding to not only the, the direct mail, but the, the conversations you're having with folks in your specific market coming from you and your voice. There's Each of us could, could step into the same market and have different results based on us being unique. And it's very important that you understand that we are here to be able to customize 
based on who you are in which market you're in. And we can really set up a strategy for you to build a business. I really want to emphasize that because the opportunity to build a business in this industry is significant. A lot of the real estate gurus are now pointing to probate. There's there's lots of Zoom calls. There's lots of, you know, people saying, hey, this is what's working. And I I start off every orientation call with why ATL? Why are you here? Why did you pick us? And I'm starting to hear that in the industry that many people are starting to say, recommend, okay, for you to survive as a real estate agent, go to probate. If you're looking to get fat deals as an investor, go to probate. And we're here to help you. I just want you to understand and consider that this can be its own business and building it out into a structure. And we're here to be able to help guide you based on what your goals would be for your business. If you just want this to be a lead source and we want to approach it a specific way, we can do that. If you want to dive in and set up an entire structure built around these major life transitions, we've got your back. And it's important for subscribers to know that you do get a free monthly strategy coaching call. And I'm here to be able to help customize that approach so you can see opportunities that you may not be considering today. Mm -hmm. We are looking at this in a little different fashion than most of your standard real estate coaches, because there's more to a lot of the pieces, the moving pieces in this particular focus. So Please go into your training menu, go to the professional real estate coaching page if, if you're a subscriber and schedule those monthly one-on-one uh, strategy calls. I'm here to help and it, it really lights me up. It's, it's exciting to be able to help people unstick the stuck that they're dealing with. And you don't need to sit there thinking that there's no other hope and this just isn't working because if you're not taking advantage of the one-on-one attention, we're here to help. Yep. Love it. Thanks, Chuck. All right, Jim, you good? Got anything? I'm good. Let's go to Joan. All right. Let's go to Joan. Joan, if you would, um, let me give you permission to unmute yourself. Um, anyone else that has those questions, those success stories that you're, uh, things that you're doing that are getting some traction or producing deals, we want to hear from you. Joan. How can we help? Okay, thank you. Um, first question is, um, let's see, you, you say that you can send cards to our whole list of clients to you because I, I think in our ATL, we only can do, I have probate. So only the probate leads there, right? We can send it to any list that you want. If you have a list of your hot list or your farm list or anything else that you want to do, just send us a uh, yeah, and we'll be glad to go get it done for you. Okay, perfect. All right. So, um, oh my gosh, I have a lot of questions, but um, just cut me off whenever. Um, I think I'm talking to you, Bruce, next, because I, I decided I'm, I'm newer to all the leads. I had another lead source before and it offered no support. So I'm, I'm like thrilled with everything that uh, all the leads is giving us. Um, I'm newer to Arizona too. Um, as far as real estate, I was in California before. And so what I'm finding here in Arizona, um, I'm in Yavapai County. I, I don't have a huge amount of uh, leads. And of those leads, I have a small amount that actually have real estate. So one of the questions, um, and, and then a lot of times the real estate is already being sold, but a lot of people have a trust. So 
you know, somebody passes, they're selling the the estate, uh, the real estate in the trust. I don't know what's being probated, but what can I do or what should I do with the people that don't have real estate to sell? Do they just go off the list? Do I delete them? That's a, uh, Joan, that's such a great question. And I had a, uh, a, a long coaching call yesterday on this topic exclusively. The, the folks that, that are coming through probate, there's, there's generally um, one thing that you can know about them is they have a minimum of $50,000 of net assets that have to be distributed. And one thing that you'll notice if you're looking specifically at the decedent's last known address, that may not be the real estate that they own. Right. It's possible that they don't own real estate. That's always, always possible. Uh, but a lot of times people, while holding on to another house, move in with family members in their last days. They move into an assisted living, into one level um, uh, one level rental or a nursing home. And it does not mean that there's no real estate involved. Um, we find, and this is, varies across the country from county to county, month to month, this varies, but I find that it's usually somewhere in the vicinity of about 70%, sometimes as high as 80 or 85, that will um, that will still own real estate when they file probate. Now, keep in mind that they're filing probate because they have net assets that need to be distributed. And if they have at least $50,000, they're going to need help with estate sales. They're going to need, in some cases, you're you're dealing with heirs that are going to go buy a house. Um, Sometimes, uh, many times, if they're inheriting money and they're going to go buy a house, then they're going to have a house to sell. So you've got to uh, recognize that while the lower hanging fruit are those decedents that specifically own real estate that's sitting empty right now, there's still a lot of great value out of the relationships that you have, not to mention the value that you're going to receive by helping people through the process, whether there is a house to immediately sell or not. Um, so everybody's business is going to be different based on your time. Uh, my advice would be to talk to everyone. Start with a conversation. You don't know where they are. You don't know what their future is going to hold. Um, now, some of you guys are really busy and you're going after that low to mid-hanging fruit. And you're going to say, I'm only going to focus on those people with real estate that needs to be sold out of probate or out of the estate. And that's completely fine. But I also find that there's a whole lot of value for your business and a whole lot of help that you can provide to the to the folks that uh, might not have real estate anymore, to those estates that might not have real estate anymore. Okay. Can I yeah. add on? Can I add on to that before before we leave that? Because I think that particular that particular conversation, if you're in a prospecting conversation with somebody on the phone, when they say, "House, Joan, what house are you talking about?" Well, okay, so looking at my data, I wasn't exactly sure, but you know, do you and the other heirs have plans on investing your inheritance into an improved living situation for yourself? Because not only do I have this team of, of professionals that can help you through all aspects of dealing with probate, but we can I'm the real estate specialist and I can help you beyond specifically probate and help you make those additional investments. Or depending on how your business model is set up, if they're going to be making renovations to the property and somebody else in the family is going to move in, 
I play the long game because let's let's look at the seven year average for how long people are going to stay in the home. They need referrals for those contractors to be able to go in and modernize and update mom's or grandma's house to where then their family can live there. But if they're they could end up in a growing family situation and they'll outgrow that particular house. You know, if we look at the generation and we look at those demographics, maybe those houses are smaller and that's how that generation had lived and now they're passing on. So there's there's many different situations that can be there, but having a leaving a a living, breathing person on the other end of the phone, you would be doing yourself a significant disservice if you didn't make some sort of real estate value proposition to them based on their specific situation. So being able to turn on that dime and have the conversation with them, of just as Bruce was saying, to invest into it, or if they need help in, even if it's not going for the sale, but it's helping them and in initiating that relationship and play for the long-term, add them to your client base. So that way you can keep dripping and, touch, and, and touching them throughout the years. So that way, when they do need to make a real estate decision, they're coming to you first because you've built that rapport and that relationship through your follow-up process. Yep. We talk a lot about houses getting passed through trust and you know, that because it went through a trust, it's not going to go through probate. So the opportunity might not be there. Here's the other thing you got to, you got to realize just because a, a property was conveyed via a trust, that doesn't mean that the person to whom it was conveyed either wants to live in it uh, does live in it, has a plan for it or anything else. They just got it without it having to go through probate. And so there's there are also every bit of, of likelihood that they now have a house that they got to do something with. And you just need to probe deeper just because what shows up doesn't say, you know, that John Smith passed and had a home at 123 Elm Street. He may have had a home at 123 Elm Street. The the uh, personal representative may have, in fact, inherited that house via a trust and they live in, you know, Iowa instead of in Uvapai County. And so you've just got to, you've got to engage them in those questions. There are, you know, it's like panning for gold. You can't just look at the surface and say, well, there's no nuggets, I'll move on. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that that's what you're saying. I'm just saying that there are lots of things to dig into and your sphere of influence referral network that Bruce and Chuck are talking about is very important. You need to have those leads to give to your contractors and the people that you have as part of your wheel of service, but also they're oftentimes hidden opportunities that just one more question will immediately unearth. Oh, well, I do have that house, but I haven't really decided what to do about it. Oh, well, really? Well, I know that's a very desirable marketplace and I have frequently found buyers that are looking for properties in that area. Let's talk about the house a little bit and off you go. Yep. That makes sense. Bruce, does that make sense to you too? Makes perfect sense. And I'll tell you, um, I, I, I've kind of always operated off of the um, $50,000 minimum to need to file probate or have to file probate. Um, Winston Covington just pointed out that it's in, in California, it's $184,000. Um, so different states are have higher thresholds. So you can, you can be pretty confident if somebody's on that probate list that there are assets and they are going to need help with many of them and sometimes they're keeping them uh Chuck and I have a friend who circle prospects a lot 
And everybody that says, no, I don't need anything I'm not selling, he adds them to his sphere of influence. Or if you've been through if you've been through um, the agent DNA, and I'm laughing because I'm going to have to apologize for, to some people that signed up this last week. Um, if you've been through the agent DNA, you'll recognize that your audience is divided into two categories. You have your connected audience. In other words, your sphere of influence. You have a casual audience, and those are the people that you market to. They know you. You might not know them personally. And you have conversations with people that don't always need you. You should turn those people into um, into an email list. You should turn them into people that you are marketing to, that you're sharing content with, because the overall benefit that you can have to them and the value that they can provide to your business in the long run is huge. And this, this friend that we have, um, he has built a multi-million dollar net income business to himself strictly by adopting people that told him no on the phone the first time that he called them. Puts them in his email list, offers to send them some value, and then he drip markets them for years until they come back to him. So don't lose those hidden high-hanging fruit opportunities that everybody else is ignoring. So- with yep. that said, so, Joan, go ahead. Yeah. So of my list, um, it seems like maybe one fourth to one third of them actually have real estate in the probate list. I have the um, probate plus. And so, you know, I go through, I call all them. Then I go through them one by one because there's not very many. Right. Um, I think I had 33 this month um, and, and I check them all in title. And that's how I find out a lot of them do have real estate. Um, some of it's already been sold, you know, mm-hmm. Um because it's in a trust. And so, you know, as things are going downhill, the family decides to sell or whatever. That's just my internal story. Yeah. I tell myself, but um, there, there was something, Oh, I know. And that's why Bruce, I'm going to be talking to you about uh, the callers because I'm, I don't want to eliminate anybody. And I figured that the girls or assuming girls, whoever is going to be calling, they'll have, they'll know what to say for every situation that I'm just not equipped with mm-hmm. right now. Yep. Um, yeah. So, and, and it is different here than it is in California. Things move way quicker, and you covered that in probate foundations. Yeah. Last some, week. Sometimes mm-hmm. things move really fast, um, and sometimes there's hidden um, hidden gems yeah. in there as well. And uh, so, those of you that are are um, un- uncertain of what it is that Joan's referring to, is sometimes a more rural market. People have more time on their hands to get through probate quicker. Where if you're in a, an urban market or you're in um, a market that requires some extra judicial steps through probate, it might take them longer to get to a point of selling real estate. All right, that's all for now. I see there's more hands up. Thank you. Great. Thanks, Joan. Appreciate you. And talk to you here in a little bit. Uh, George Wallace, let's go to you. Um, go ahead and unmute yourself. Uh, you're still on mute. Here we go. Can you hear me now? We got you now. Thank you. All right. Thank yep. you very much for taking my call. I am uh, new to all the leads. In fact, I'll be purchasing my first packet of leads today. And um, interestingly enough, I already have a probate case that came to me last week. Uh, a friend of mine called and, and said his father-in-law had passed away. His mother, I mean, his uh, wife is the um, is the executor of the estate, and they want to get rid of the father's house. 
And what happened is there are now there are seven siblings, and the father uh, put in his will that if anybody wanted to buy the house, they could buy it at twenty percent off market value, and um, nobody nobody bid. So now they want me to sell the house. So one of the problems I have is that there's a brother who is living in there every now and again, probably to take care of the house. And um, they don't want me going. I need to get into the house so that I can take a look at it and, and, and see what's there and see what they have. Now, they told me the house is worth uh, somewhere around four fifty to 500000 And I looked it up on rpr which is a uh mm-hmm. something i use regularly and i really like it and that comes in at 586 <laughs> so there's a and i i sent that to him he sends it back to me well we just want to get rid of it might have to it's small might have to go for fifty thousand less and i'm guessing they don't care um however i feel the sort of compulsion that I, and i said to him you know I can see in real estate where sometimes if you spend just $5,000, you can get a return of somewhere in the vicinity of 30, depending upon what you do. (laughs) And uh, they don't want any part of it. So I guess I'm not exactly sure what my question is, but I think I need to have one of those people get into the house with me and show me around and tell me about the house so I can get it on the market in a way that's professionally done. Yeah, um, it's sure. interesting. I was at a networking event last night, and uh, there's two two of us realtors. It's it's not really a business networking event per se, but it is a lot of business owners, and um, it's more more social. And the guy that runs the networking event, he um, he tries to just keep keep it from getting flooded with realtors. So it's me and one other realtor at the event, and um, and he was sharing why. He had two realtors in the um, in the group, and he said, um, "It's because you guys operate totally differently." And I don't know what is going to fit my client style. He said, "Bruce, you're the guy that always gives lots of options, and Ben, he's the guy that comes in like the surgeon and says, if you don't do exactly what I say, you're going to die.'" <laughs> he said, "Some people don't like the if you don't do exactly what I say, you're going to die." Um, they might want the doctor that says, well, you could go the holistic route or you could go the surgical route. Which one do you want to do? And I'm going to propose to you, George, that you offer a similar type of approach here. Um, some people, uh, well, no, a, 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 um, an options approach. So your, what I normally would do. Yeah. Your approach that I um, heard in your tone, you did not come out and say this, but in your tone, I heard um, they're going to leave money on the table and I need to convince them that they're going to leave money on the table. And yeah. I know you didn't say that. That's right. just that's just the, the tone that I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want you to eliminate that because some people really, really don't care. I want you to go in to a probate situation like this with options. So if you put a little bit of money into it, I think I could get this, and this is what that would look like. If you want to do as is, I think I could get this, and this is what it would look like. If you wanted to just get a quick cash offer, I could float it privately to my investors, and we could probably get you this. Mm -hmm. Which one is best for you? And we'll go a little deeper once you tell me which route you'd like to explore. Okay. Now, 
Um, when it comes to getting in the house, there's a lot of people that I find that start to pump the brakes when they feel they're getting too close to being sold. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't really want you to go out of your way to explain why you need to get in the house. I want you to just say, hey, great. I'm going to give you a couple of different options. The decision on what to do is up to you. All I need is to swing through, take a quick look at the house sometime in the next week or so with you or one of your family members, what day works best. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And that is about what I said. Uh, I said, I just need to get in. I want to walk around. I want to take some notes and I want to take some pictures so that I can remind myself of what I saw. And then I'll come back home and I'll do a little bit of real estate voodoo. And then we can have a conversation about what's there. And um, uh, but so far, nobody has. And I just thought of this today, the, the part of I probably need to have somebody in there with me showing me or teaching me or telling me or something or in agreement with me that, okay, that's there and that's there and that's there. Someone on your team or a family member? What do you? A family remember? member. Yeah. So what I just heard you do, and please forgive me, I am, um, I'm going to kind of be brutally honest with you. Go for right a ahead. And, that's what I'm here for. Uh, so the way that you, you said the same general thing that I said, your message was um, spot on. The way that you delivered it was a little bit wordy. And if you um, explain, went out of your way to overly explain why you need in, um, people's, people start to get red flags when you start to explain things in too much detail at this level of your relationship, at this level. Um, you want to be short. You want to tell them what you need not necessarily all the details about why they don't need to know why um, they can infer why you can tell them when you're at the house. Mm-hmm. But when you're asking for the appointment, instead of um, kind of giving the story behind your need to go in, uh, just tell them your need to go in. All I need to do is swing through really quickly with you or one of the other family members for you guys to show me around sometime in the next week works for me. What day is better for you? Mm-hmm. Now, um, go back and listen to this call when it's published, probably later today or tomorrow. I, Alyssa, don't kill me if if um, I'm cutting your time frame too short. Uh, go back and listen to this call and listen to what you said versus what I said. The mm-hmm. message is identical. Your message is spot on. Your delivery could lead people to think that something's up, even if it's subconscious. Mm-hmm. So don't give commentary as to why you're asking to see the house. Just tell okay. them you need to see the house and ask when. 
I get it. I um, I will trust that, and I'll do that. I, and I understand that I do tend to get too wordy. <laughs> You're talking to the king of wordy right here. <laughs> yeah. So, George, I also want to I want to add on to what Bruce had said. When we're going in and and to reinforce the options that we want to give people a menu to choose from, it comes from a place of our role. And our job is to help people do what they already want to do. Now, we can present to them, okay, these are different ways that doing what you want to do can be accomplished. You pick one that has the best shade of the color you want because there there can be different, different outcomes. Identify the pros and cons for each one and let them choose. But again, it's just what we we're here to help them do what they want to do. Gotcha. Yep. Thank you. Absolutely. And I one, just one last question. And that didn't come up until I heard you say something on this call. Um, it's about the uh, threshold for uh, probate. Do you happen to know what it is in Massachusetts? I, I don't. And almost all of the country, um, in almost all the country, it's 50. That's just the general rule of thumb. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Uh, take a look. Um, a quick, a really quick Google Google shirt search, forgive me. We'll um we'll share that. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to this uh this journey. I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this. Um, so I'm gonna really quickly before we go to Roger, uh Steve. I, I called Steve out. We were chatting and uh, he had some really good things to say. Um, so I'm going to uh, share a few of those things. Um, Steve, I was trying to put you on the spot and get you to get you to, to give some coaching advice, but it's it's absolutely true. Steve mentioned that it could be an embarrassment to the family as well, maybe condition um, a lot of different things. So um, you kind of adding that extra commentary when you're asking for the appointment sometimes does lead people to start to think if you're adding too much commentary, they start to think, well, gosh, what if I don't want them to see the mess? What if this, what if that? And it just, just gives people that opportunity to start to think of all the reasons why maybe they aren't ready to show you the house yet. So commentary gives people time to, um, to think about why not to do something. And it also makes them feel like you're trying to convince them too hard. So thought I'd I'd throw that in. Um, thanks for the um, ideas, Steve. I appreciate that. Um, didn't hey, want to Bruce, put you on the spot. <laughs> hey, Bruce, one other thing about that. If someone, if you feel that there's reluctance because of that, if somebody says, well, you know, we haven't had a chance to go through the house. We haven't done what we need to go do. Say something like this, which is, well, I understand that you know, and that's part of the issue. Why don't we look at it now? He said, and, and basically say something to them like, it's better to look at it now. That way I can tell you what you need to do and what's really required rather than what you, what you may think you need to go do to max it out. At least if we get to look at it together, not only that, I can maybe give you, uh, you know, a better opinion about some of the things that are there that you may want to uh, sell or anything else. And, you know, you're going to go through it and take time to go do that. Let's get let, let me help you now rather than later and create that sense of urgency, because oftentimes you're just they're giving themselves 
the ability to wait. You need to take that away from them. You need to say, I need to see it now rather than later, because I can help you now. And we've got people standing by to deal with the estate proceeds. And, you know, if there's furniture there, this is a great time. People are always looking for, uh, you know, used furniture. And if there are things to move, just give them a sense of urgency. Don't, don't ever take that first no. You don't have to do it with pressure. It's giving them that an opportunity. You're going to miss out on something or it's going to cost you more if you wait because you may do things that aren't necessary and I can help you make those decisions based on my vast knowledge of yada, yada, yada. And off you go. Love it. Awesome. Um, by the way, Alyssa pointed out that um, it is the, the call is immediately available. As soon as we, as soon as we jump off of this call, if you go over to YouTube, look up all the leads and subscribe to that channel, you can watch the replay instantly. Um, you can also go on to our Facebook group. If you guys are not a part of the Facebook group, which is the All the Leads Mastermind. So there's two pages. There's one that's a page that you like and one that's a mastermind group. So if you guys aren't a part of the mastermind group, go join. Uh, replays are available instantly uh, in, there and a lot of other value as well. But I uh, appreciate you guys. I've got Roger here. Um, Roger, missed you, buddy. Um, it's good to have you back in. What do you got for us today? Well, uh, doing well. Thank you very much. And I uh, missed being, being a part of this group. And uh, uh, health is getting much better. I'm on three-month uh, uh, three call uh, visits with uh, my oncologist as opposed to uh, weekly and uh, daily phone calls. So I think uh, blood work's working well. I'm getting back up to running. And uh, you're going to hear a lot more from me uh, on that. I did have a success that, that kind of... Uh, this week, actually, it was last week uh, that uh, that puts into real terms what you've been talking about: staying in touch with uh, with your probate and uh, and the family, uh, the, the the executors of the family. Uh, Sharon was uh, dis- died, and her uh, and her sister uh, Lorraine was the executor of her estate about four years ago. And uh, I, uh, uh, I, I I was on a call. Uh, I talked to his, the attorney at the time, and uh, the attorney and I have uh, uh, worked out several other things with uh, divorce courts and other and property stuff that uh, that he didn't want to handle. But uh, Lorraine's uh, 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 has been on my Thanksgiving pumpkin bread delivery list for the last four years. Uh, and so this year, I uh, I walk up to her door, and uh, some other person answers the door, and uh, uh, she looks at me and says, "Can I help you?" And I said, "Well, I was here to visit with Lorraine. She's uh, got her pumpkin bread for this year." And she looked at me with this big eyes, and and she said, "Well, I'm sorry, Lorraine died, and we're all of the family is here from uh, just turned returned today from the from the funeral." And she looked at the pumpkin bread and she said, you're the realtor that has stayed in touch with her and delivered it. Well, you've got the, you've got the, you've got to come in and meet everybody. And, and, and I said, I looked at him and I said, I'm not sure that this is a real good time for me to come in and start talking about what I do. Y'all have just suffered a real loss in, uh, and putting Lorraine down. And uh, I really, I really, let me come back. Let me leave this pumpkin bread for you and the family to enjoy. 
uh, and uh, let's talk again. We'll give you a couple of weeks to mourn and 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 recover from all of this. And uh, she said, she said you were really nice. We'll be glad. I'll give you a call in a couple of uh, next week, and we can get together and talk about what we're going to do. Lorraine wants you to sell the house. <laughs> Uh, and and it was it was one of those one of those things a constant contact not with just the executor as it turns out Lorraine had uh, uh, during those four years we talked about several things that were going on with her house and I suggested to her uh, that uh, plank flooring would be really good substitute for old carpet that is in there give it a woody look on the floor. Uh, and uh, I also mentioned, I said, if you don't have a trust, if, you're, if your estate is not in, your tr- in a trust, you at least need to do a beneficiary deed to keep it out of probate. And uh, she did both of those things. And she replaced the, the air, conditioning, uh, air conditioning in the, in the house. And, uh, and I, as I was walking through, I said, there's not a whole lot that needs to be done. I looked up and I said, how old is the roof? And she, they said, oh, we think it's about 12 years old. I said, we've had some tornadoes and hurricanes over here. Let's call the insurance company and ask them to check on it. So we're going to get a new roof by uh, uh, on the house also. Uh, and the house is in great shape. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm pricing it just below the price point uh, that... Uh, was uh, at three percent interest when 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 three percent interest rates were were popular and we had no inventory we still have no inventory in my market uh, so uh, we're going to get top dollar for the for the property brought an estate seller in uh, an estate buyer and he's pretty much uh, he removed everything from the house and uh, uh, I'm putting it on the market uh, tonight. I'll have my photographs done this morning, putting it on the market. I expect to get multiple offers uh, for it. So it, it ties in a whole the whole thing that uh, that uh, that we that these guys have been preaching every week. And uh, the uh, the only thing I can say to to new guys is uh, buck up, Buttercup, and get you get over the fear. <laughs> You know, just do it. Just just, just go do it. Roger, Roger, I got to say something, bud. You're, (laughs) for those of you who don't know Roger and haven't had the opportunity to know him over the, actually since almost the very beginning of our existence as a company, Roger's probably the most diligent uh, person and has made the most out of the least of anybody that we've had. And Roger's in a small market. He is incredibly diligent. He is a machine in doing this. And, you know, he alluded to some health challenges that he's had. And, you know, we care a lot about him. But this is who you want to grow up to be in this business. You want to be doing the things that Roger is doing. Roger does everything that he can think of to make himself top of mind. Whenever the opportunity is there, he wants to be the community expert in probate. And he's accomplished that in his marketplace. He gets business coming out of the woodwork, not just from the leads that we furnish to him, but from the leads that happen organically. He's known now for what he does, and he's literally built a huge pillar of his business around probate. And we love him, and we love love hearing from him. And I'm so happy to see you doing well, my friend. 
Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Last uh, couple of times I was on here, I, I kept pressing uh, one of the hand things on uh, on on stuff, and what I was what I, the the hand that I was pressing was the was the hello button, the the hi button on that thing, and well, then it disappeared. Disappear and I go. Are they cutting me off? I don't understand. <laughs> Today I sit there and I went. Oh, all that time I've been hitting the wrong button. <laughs> oh, we always thought you were saying hi, and we were glad to see you. So. <laughs> hey, Roger, we, you, um, we really do love you, and you are you are an inspiration to a lot of people on this call, not just to us. You know, I I you see people that are everyday heroes that go about their business and do the things they want to do, and you're one of those guys. You've got compassion for the people that you're dealing with. You're not a you're not a predator. You are you are the epitome of you know bringing value first and doing all the things that we've always said are the right way to do it. And we love you. Keep on trucking, brother. I have uh, I have. Do I have time for a real short story about the the end po end point of my uh, medical medical stuff? Is you it going to make and, me nauseous? That's the only question I have. I'm sorry. Is it going to make me nauseous or, or, uh, or no? It's it's no. it's real. It's really pretty funny. It is really pretty funny. Oh, okay. uh, as as a result of having uh, some abdominal surgeries and stuff, I wound up having hernias coming up for three or four hernias. And after I got through uh, the, the the chemotherapy and everything, uh, I, my oncologist said, "You're you're done with me, except for weekly visits. Go back to your surgeon and talk about the uh, about the." Uh, hernias. And uh, so I go in there and he starts saying, we're going to have to, we can put a mesh in, in your abdomen and, a, and it'll work out real fine. And I said, you're going to have to explain all of these class action lawsuits on TV that are advertising if you had a mesh installed. And he said, well, the bottom line, the bottom line to that is it's uh, we started just sewing them up and and doing it. They, we tried several things. We put the mesh on top of the muscle to keep it uh, keep the hernia from coming in. Then that didn't work. We put it at the bottom of the muscle and we that didn't keep it in. So now what we do is that we take the the muscle and we fillet it in the middle. We open it. We put a mesh in there and we close it up. And my eyeballs were like this. And I said, I'm I, I'm just that's sounds so draconian, so medieval. I just have to think about this, you know? And so I went to my barber and uh, she is probably about four foot, uh, about four foot eight from Mississippi, started her own uh, uh, hair, hair salon and her hair, her barber shop. And, and I'm sitting there and I explain this uh, process of, of meshes being inserted in the muscle and everything. And, 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 and she's the whole time she's rolling her eyes in her head and leaning over and just going like this. And I sit there and I'm seeing, I'm not getting anywhere with her. And she said, do you want me to help you with this? And I sit there and I said, oh, you're going to change my mind. You're going to give me a new paradigm. You're, you're going to help me get, make a decision here. And she said, yeah. And I, she, I said, okay, put it on me. And she used the same phrase that I just used. Every woman that has ever had a cesarean birth has already, all of them have had a mesh inserted in their abdomen. So buck up, buttercup, and get your <laughs> mesh put in. I just sat there and I looked at her and I said, and I started shaking my head and said, Melinda, I think I hate you now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Roger, so, I have a quick question. Have you, you haven't by any chance had any of the 
drinking water from Camp Lejeune, have you? Here's another no. contact and you get involved in. You don't want no, to do that. <laughs> no, I was stationed at Fort Bragg. I didn't get to Camp Lejeune. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, listen, you have a you have a wonderful uh, a wonderful rest of the year, and we're glad you're getting back to being honored as usual. And uh, we love you, buddy. I tr- I promise to be more brief, Bruce. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, you uh, started talking about surgery, and I said I thought uh, you must not know what makes my stomach turn. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bruce. <laughs> hey, Bruce. I, if I could add something real quick. Um, yeah. I'll turn it. I'll turn it from the surgery story back to business. Although we love you, Roger, it was a great story. Um, on my screen, right below you, is is somebody who reminds me a lot of you, and that's Bud Thompson. I see Bud shaking his head and smiling down there. You two guys, uh, one thing both of you have always done extremely well. You come from markets where you don't get a whole lot of leads, and you have grown. I think, Roger, I think this applies to both of you. You've significantly grown. Not only what you said, like taking these people and adding them to your sphere, but you two guys add everybody you run into in the transaction to your sphere. You know, the inspection companies, the appraisers, the uh, I think it was it was either you or Bud that told me one time for every transaction, you added like five people to your sphere of influence, you know, the neighbors. And, and so good, good. If I'm misquoting, uh, if it wasn't you, Roger, it was Bud. But I just that you're you're a real good example of taking a minimum amount of data and just getting maximum results out of it, both of you guys. So thanks. Thanks for sharing. Well, I think the important piece of that really is, and, and look at, look at how well you're able to take care of the clients as we're selected to represent them. And we're not just on stage and performing for one person. There are multiple, you have the family's attention because them as beneficiaries for the, the outcome of the sale of the estate is so important. So you have the you have the ability to impact multiple families' lives. And it's super key, as Bruce was mentioning before, to get people's contact information. Even if it's just to say, send, we send out thank you cards, we send out gift cards from time to time. We you know, that is how we do what we do. And by having their information, most importantly, the email address in 2022. So that way you can add them to your client base send out list. So you can be in touch with them, even if they're not opening the email, they see your name in their email address in in their inbox. And if they're diligent at cleaning out their, their emails, they will see it even for a brief second. And those touches are what we're talking about. Previously in my conversations with, with coaching conversations was how many touches. And, and I think the whatever marketing specialty group has said that there it takes so many touches in order for you to convert a prospect that number has gone from 7 to is it 12 or 15 and within the next couple of years because of the distractibility index our society lives in that that number i can anticipate that that those number of touches is going to 25 or more and as as time progresses. So the future is accelerating. And there's a lot of things that are presenting themselves here now that we're like, oh, I didn't expect that to be until 2030 or beyond. And the future is accelerating and coming into play. And that's where we at ATL are here to be able to help you understand how that impacts this niche particularly. And 
you know, your your business in general overall. So stick with us, folks. Yeah. So those of you who have stuck around till uh, the end here in the beginning, I alluded to the fact that we have a little promo that we're going to offer. And we always are trying to do some things strictly on this call that will uh, reward you for sticking around because we appreciate it. We don't want to just be uh, talking to ourselves and uh, a few people that show up. And so uh, we have a little promo that we'd like to offer. Melissa, if you can pop that up on the screen, I'll quickly talk about it. Um, so this is a pretty simple one. It's kind of a buy one, get one. If you buy a month of historical leads in your county or in an adjoining county or in any county, we will sell them to you if you're a subscriber already. It's a dollar a lead, $2 a lead for non-subscribers. And we'll give you an additional month for free. These are in counties where we have the data available to you. And you'll have to check with your rep to make sure that they're available. But we'll do it for you all the way through the end of business tomorrow. I'd urge you not to wait because we've got people kind of running for cover tomorrow. People are moving around for the weekend. We already know that we're going to have some folks in and out. So please, uh, if you're interested in this, deal with it today. But the value of historical are that, first of all, we know that our leads season extremely well. Uh, we've talked before about the fact that uh, you can get a, a set of historical leads that are six months old and do a mailing to them. And almost invariably, you get two or three people popping out of that. You're the only person talking to them. They've still got property they need to go move. So it's a great thing to go with. It's a great way to also get your feet wet in an adjoining marketplace. This is the time of the year where people come along and say, hey, I, I really want to get leads in XYZ County, and it's a county that we're full. We don't oversell county, and so we have to say no, and we don't like to do that. We'd like to take everybody's money, but we are pretty diligent about making sure we give everybody a great opportunity to be successful. So this is a program that will allow you to get your feet wet very inexpensively in an adjoining county, and we urge you to take advantage of it. Again, you buy one month, we give you another month for free. It's a dollar a lead for subscribers. If you're not a subscriber and you want to get your feet wet, uh, you can get them for $2 a lead. It's good for today and tomorrow only. It's over at the close of business tomorrow. So that's the opportunity that we'd like to present. And uh, contact your sales rep, contact service, uh, or rather support, contact your MIS. Any of them can give you good info on this and direct you to the right place. And we look forward to having you, uh, having you grow a little bit. And this is a great cheap way to get that done. Kind of our end of the year, here's a little love for you. Lisa, if you'll pop that down, I'm going to give it back to Jimmy. And uh, I think it's time to uh, head for the door. I think so. I want to thank each and every one of you for being here today. I think I can congratulate Roger on having the wit of the week. <laughs> he, he, did, he did the deal of the week for sure. Um, I want to particularly thank everybody who participated. And I want to challenge each of you. We had some really good ideas on this call. Take one thing that inspired you on this call, go out and put it into practice, and please come back next Thursday and share the results with the group. Have a great week, everybody. Same time, same place next week. See you then. Take care.